Monday, everybody. Really, it's Muck Fun Day. Monday's right here on the Almighty Rap Show. Hope you guys got a kick out of our weekend content. We were all over the place, but that's what happens when the dog days of summer are here and the heat wave is on. If you live in the south, a little crazy every now and then, especially. Yeah, you don't want your chubby getting hot, and and you know. Yeah, hamsters, people, hamsters. <laughs> Gotta keep them hamsters cool. But here in Houston, we're literally having a heat wave. We went from having the Saharan Desert cool off the city the last couple weeks on the weekend to now heat advisories up to 110, 113. 110 to 113. But we're like Chase is going through a heat wave over there. Stop. Hang in there, Chase. Uh, I hope you guys are still hanging in there, too, after uh, uh, staying cool all weekend and either getting out to the pool, getting out to the beach, or doing that summertime thing here in H-Town. I'm your host, Adam Rapp, along with... Almighty Dollar. How's your sweat index level? Uh, It's pretty good. I stay inside all day, uh, and I just drive home with the AC cranked all the way up. Then I park, and then I go inside and don't leave. Well, you graciously warned me not to show up to the lair too early because it gets a little warm It gets up a little here. warm, yep. The yeah. AC has a hard time keeping up in this house. I'm going to have to do something about that. But word on the street is that the lair is going to expand and become more so of its own standalone. I think we need to personalize the studio. That's what I think. Ooh, that's what you know it's on. When Dala's into putting his touches on it, are you feng shui? Uh, I'm sorry, parents, if you're out there driving your kids to uh, summer camp or riding around in the car. I mean, like, feng shui is not at least a dirty it, word. It takes like at least five or six dates before I feng shui. Yeah. <laughs> so by the time they hear this, it'll be in August, and then we'll be right back into the fall. We'll be right back into season three of the Almighty Rap Show. Season three. Well, this is uh, the dog days, and it's also that time when we... Oh, oh. Not only talk about the heat for your feet, but we talk about the heat that's on the beat. And there's all kinds of new music to keep us rocking all throughout the summer and stay elite. You yeah, but nobody's us. listening to anything but Scorpion these days. Like oh. 20 bazillion well, listens by now or something like that. I, I kind of kid about me contributing to the first week 1 billion streams, but I definitely have contributed to the 10 billion total album streams that have now shattered internet records. Uh, and I think out of respect, you know, because George Zimmerman lived and Triple X died in the same county, ironically, as Jay-Z mentioned on the Scorpion album, that he did take over for one week and, and broke Drake's record that he held the week prior. But it's right back to OVO all day long, every day. And stop saying that Drake had anything to do with his death. Okay, you know, everybody wants to make the come negativity on. out we, of We all know it was 6 9 I mean, come on. Uh, actually, we know it was four thugs that live in Florida trying to make a name for themselves on Instagram, bragging about the money they just stole from the rapper they shot. If you want to be real. Yeah. Meth heads <laughs> slash thugs, probably. Whatever, dude. They look like a bunch of 19-year-old kids trying to get a rap career. Similar to the Migos, who came from the trap, Famously, and changed the style of rap music for the generation who thought that trapping was the way to go. It was cool just as much as three swishers and a screw tape was for us with a cup of lean when we were in high school. 
So, well, some of us. Yeah, not me, Mom. Allegedly. Uh, shout out to Joe Gassett. First time I ever tried lean. Ooh. Yeah. I wish she hadn't said that. My mom knows Joe Gassett. Well, there you My go. Mom's taught she Joe Gassett as a matter of fact. She probably thinks that he's wonderful. But he has two S's and two T's, which are S's. I think those I went are, to Joe Gassett's like are, uh, <laughs> sixth birthday or something like that. Hallelujah. <laughs> There's your hole again in the donut. Um, <laughs> I want to revisit one thing from last week's episode. Just Ooh. to just to correct. Top three? No, 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 not top three. Uh, yeah. Talking about Scorpion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mentioned that there was a Nicki Minaj on the album, and there was. Uh, there is a live version of a Nicki Minaj song on the Drake album. Oh, sampled. Yes. Sampled. Yeah, you're yeah. right. No, yeah. you're right. I did double check, fact check myself. Yeah. So I just uh, want to bring that. I'm not trying to subtle. Not trying to throw shade. It's subtle. Whoosh, whoosh. It's subtle. But are you doing the hit my feelings dance right now? I turned the video off. You're lucky that there's no Instagram TV on Buck Fun Days. Nobody wants to look at our faces to start their week off, but they want to hear us. No, they I wasn't. I just was. I was brushing a little shade your direction. I wasn't throwing it. Oh, you're you're 100 correct. But the funny <laughs> thing is, he didn't credit her. The one person he didn't credit. There's all that shade. So it's going everywhere. Shade's everywhere these days. That, that's how these kids live. Back to my point about Migos Offset, who knocked up Cardi B. Yep. The next Nicki Minaj, if you want to call her that, as far as uh, not style or talent, which Nicki has done. Female, hot female rapper. Right. And hot being hot on the charts. Or hot in the bed of one of the Migos. Or maybe all three. Maybe maybe we find out that they're all three the dad. That's how they roll these days. You'd be like Cartman. This like, was... who's, who's your dad? Oh, it was, a, it was the 2018 Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what they said back then? I think it was the Broncos ended up being his dad, yeah. Oh, my God. But 2018? <laughs> no, I mean, it was... Oh, I was going to say that. It was that. like the 97 Broncos or whatever. Funny. With with Elway like and that. all the meatheads like Schlereth. Yeah, I mean, they didn't go into names. They just had a bunch of cartoon Broncos. They were definitely meatheads. Football players. They definitely said that. It was before social media. The NFL was a different ball game where they don't give a fuck about your head. They don't give a damn about your arms or your legs. All they want is that money. Speaking of... Uh, yep. Not getting too far into it because I don't want to rehash this topic again. But I found it. Are you throwing more shade? Or should I be ready for well, this? Well, I mean, towards the NFL. It's too hot for shade. A little right bit now. of shade towards the NFL. It's the Miami Dolphins. Shade Houston. Yes. There's a rumor. I don't think they've come out officially, but there's a rumor that the Miami Dolphins are putting in place a four-game suspension for anyone who. Uh, oh, I know where you're going with this. Yeah, who, yeah, who yeah, demonstrates yeah. during the national anthem, as directed by your president of the United States. Well, I don't know that he directed Twitter. it, but oh no, he did. You not see his comments on Twitter? I mean, he's gonna take credit for everything. That's just <laughs> right. He, he said, he said, you kneel one game, you're suspended four games. You kneel again, you're out of the league for good. Okay, great, <laughs> great. But it's, what? That's I like found it if you don't do the Dougie at halftime, you're kicked out for the second half because you weren't hype enough for your home team. Yeah, I mean, I just oh, found it God. ironic that the Miami Dolphins in Florida are going to punish somebody for four games for that. Right. And right across in Tampa Bay, Jameis Winston got three games because he sexually assaulted an Uber driver. Physically or verbally? Physically. I didn't know about the physical part. I believe. Allegedly, I, I believe. Yeah. I believe. I don't know. This is just what I hear. Oh, so, on the streets? I'll just say sexually assaulted. Either way, yeah, no, no, you're either right. way definitely a greater uh, problem and issue than demonstrating <laughs> for a good cause. Once again, 
during the national anthem. Oh, don't even get into the shady LaShawn, don't call me a wife beater. Oh, I, I don't want to talk about that. That's just ugly. Whoever did that, whatever male, whatever on this happened. Planet, I mean, I it's care. been swept under the rug at this point. It sounds like. Do you see that though? That's why she's the NFL living in a new house, toxic somehow, oh. and no longer Didn't Aaron Fernandez being publicized. Didn't Aaron public Fernandez about. go that move? Put the people in different houses with security cameras all of a sudden with his guns, and look what happened there. Watch out, girl. The Watcher. You listen, you hear the beat right now? People, yeah, they don't know. We got these beats for a reason. Shout out to Dr. Dre. So let's start our top three summer jams on that note, huh? All right. Yes, when you're, when you're not I mean, there's some connections. in the NFL. There's definitely some connections to Dre. Listen to some cooled out music, right? Just cool the fuck out. Pop the top. Go by the pool. Turn your Bluetooth speaker on. Back for us, it was in the trunk before we had Bluetooth. But... Literally, remember that? We popped the trunk on the beach, and that's how we listen to music. Or wherever we were. Party. If we were in the house, we were in a field or something. Pop the trunk. Did. Somebody had a Rockford Fosgate system with a fucking amp. Or, they got or a Houston a, car stereo. Shout out to Mohammed. Or possibly an LX 5.0 with two 15-inch Orions in the back. Shout out Beetle Bailey. Oh! <laughs> in a fucking stolen, light-covered Mustang. LX. Right? Was it LX? Uh, it was L- L- Yeah, they used to the buy LX those 5. light covers. 0. They would get the GT light covers for the LXs to make them No, work. his was a legit LX 5.0. Or, uh, yeah, not a GT. It was an LX 5.0, which right. made it lighter. No, I'm sorry. You would swap the LX lights out on the GT to make them clean and solid. Because gotcha. it had the lines on them back yep, then. Yep. Anyway, that's a whole other topic. We could do top, top favorite three cars one day. You know, like all time. Just one that you could have, like in, in from a different era or now. I think that'd be a great one. But this one is what you would play in your car, no yeah. matter what, what you are reminds driving. you of summertime. What is penultimate or oh. possibly homage to summertime? Not homage. Hometown <laughs> homage. homage. Hometown homage. What'd you say? Homage. You said homage. Homage. Yeah. Hometown homage. It, but, the, but see, the homage, 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 homage is homage, weird homage. because the Amish don't even listen to me. <laughs> oh, oh no. They have Rumpelstiltskin. Well, I guess they listen to music, just not on a radio. (laughs) (laughs) They play it. That was great. Live. It has to be live. Oh, God. All the way live here on a Monday. Happy Monday. It's hot as balls in Houston. And uh, hard balls, chubbies, and johnnies. Was, was our Saturday episode. Stories episode. Go back and listen to that if you haven't already. a classic episode, absolutely. Just look at the meme. Phenomenal. Uh, but this one's going to be great, too, because it takes us back. And I think I'll start because I, I said Dre. And that was one, the one I teased way back on Friday when I said we both picked a, a song from the same album. But it was such a memorable summertime for us. Golly, 16, 17, yeah. getting our licenses, having that system in the car. Mine was a 78 Regal. And such a groundbreaking album to begin with. And that was The Chronic. And my song, Dalla, for my top three all-time summertime jams was G-Thang. Nothing but a G-Thang, baby. And it was the very first video that dropped on the album, which led into the video that you're going to bring that was the first to drop from one of those artists' album yep. uh, on his solo album, which was so much anticipated because of the hype of this album and success and literally the skills that these guys showed from 19, 20, 21 years old doing their own summertime thing in Compton. And that is The Chronic, Dr. Dre, uh, and the introduction right after uh, 
187 on the Undercover Cop from the movie with Lawrence Fishburne. Yep. Which was just a single off of the soundtrack. Great, great song. Oh, God. It literally helped the movie succeed yep. as a cult it, classic. It definitely helped Snoop Dogg succeed. I mean, he's doing game shows on TV now. Of course. <laughs> oh, he's he's been around so long, as, as we mentioned, since you know our high school days, that he's gone through reggae eras. He's gone through gospel eras. I mean, he's recently. getting fifty grand to do DJ just to DJ now. Shout out Snoop Dogg. Not to mention. He's the shack of rap. We hand deliver. You know what I mean? Like, he is moving past it and making money hand over fist. Maybe one day the LeBron of the game. Because LeBron's trying to do the same thing. I hope it works out for him. Because I think basketball-wise, it could be a little tricky in L.A. But let's not get into that. really good. He's done really good on the off. Like, from his documentary, More in the Game. That was a beautiful, well-done, like, hoop dream style. uh, uh, Timeless. Yeah, documentary. I mean, you go back and watch it now; it's still great because you saw the early team yep. first success yep. and lack of it when he could have shot the final shot and he didn't. Yep. That kind of shit just—that is beautiful. Or you see Sebastian Telfair where they try to push it down your throat from ESPN as the next LeBron, and it was not done well, and his career was not done well. Yeah, you see, he like got Johnny out. Yeah, he did Johnny <laughs> out. That's a good one. We're going to have to hashtag so, Johnny Dow. Speaking of Snoop Dogg, I'll, yeah. I'll kick one from my yeah, list, yeah, yeah. which was Gin and Juice. Yes. Uh, I mean... From Doggy Style. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that album, really, I think, in the end, slightly overhyped. I mean, it was good. Uh, a lot of but, but it wasn't as good. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't as yeah. good as the Dre stuff. It definitely solidified Snoop in the game, uh, but the hype was... Mainly because there was so much hype about it. Great album, but only had it was more of the three or four badass songs and then some throwaways. And this was back in the days for the kids out there listening to the show under thirty, and I say kids respectfully. We couldn't just go get a song off an album like we wanted to. Like there was only two or three singles that came out on tape, and you got lucky if you got a Euro import of a B-side yep. of a single yep. that was for DJs only. And there were rarely two good songs on those. Oh, right. There was you had a one or the song. other. One, right. Yeah. And that's exactly why DJs used them for doubles for scratch records eventually. A lot of those trash records became sample records and scratch records. Because it was... There was great pieces, but, you know, like the album itself, there was great pieces on the album. There was great pieces of those songs that didn't even really hit that you could take and still sample and oh yeah yeah. you know even if it was on a shitty song you still get that cut as they say so I I think that Snoop Dogg did put his paw print in the game right there and we both went back to 91 to 93 because they delayed that to the year before we graduated our senior year 93 into 94 although it was supposed to drop right after the chronic there was a lot of label shit they were working out doggy style records wanted to be an independent similar to ovo in their situation with Birdman, maybe yep. you know <laughs> raping everybody that he can on his own label suge knight death row records were doing the same right off of the success of the chronic but dre being the influence on snoop that he was and the mentor to snoop helped keep snoop clear of the east coast west coast bullshit the Suge Knight bullshit in the aftermath, no pun intended, yes pun intended, uh, as Dre built Aftermath and found Slim Shady onto 50 Cent and 
really became an enigma that we heard from Jay Prince's book, which I listened to the audio part of and I teased on Friday night. It was Dr. Dre that he was working with. He got Devin the Dude on uh, Chronic 2001. Yep. Huge open door for Devin and that whole era of Houston rap. Absolutely. It rejuvenated just like Drake has done recently. And once again, guess whose fingerprints are all over it? Jay Prince. Absolutely. It's amazing. It's yeah. amazing. Like that whole it's, era from what we just said is our two favorite summer jams. Set the tone for the greats in the game who never got shot, killed, put away, fell off. They reinvented themselves. And I think Drake will do the same thing. But so did Jay Prince. Ladies and gentlemen, if you go read the book, please purchase the book first and foremost. But if not, go listen to it wherever you listen to the Almighty Rap Show. And he says he always had a hay business. He goes, I made so much more money in hay. And I don't mean hay, kids. I'm talking real hay on the farm than I ever made weed. Plus, I love to be out in the country. I'm put that on my goals list to visit. What is it, the Diamond A Ranch? I think. Oh God, we should go. We should field trip. Putting that I'm on my goals you. goals list. Oh, that would be wonderful. And the church without walls ended up being out there. And then million dollars. What do you do? He got up. into boxing. Did you hear that whole side of it? Floyd Mayweather How on Don the come King up. Was Don King? And yep. Don King, well, fuck the most feared men in the game. That's how ruthless Don King is. Because nobody fucks Jay Prince. Junior, senior, jazz, J-Baby, none of them. Baby J, none of them. Like, you don't fuck any of the princes. No, and if you, when you finish the book, you will understand that even if you think you got over on him, you did not get over on Jay oh, Prince. He will get his eventually, oh, one way or the other. Or God will. Usually, or God will. And it usually ends up with, you know, some of my homies went and visited... <laughs> I love the way you describe it as Brian, not Eric. We Brian. Another okay. show correction. Some typical white guy name I could remember. Yeah, if we're making if we're making show corrections. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Uh, all right, so Dala. I know there's one you probably thought of, I thought of. I'm gonna save that one for last. I'm gonna drop one that as this car crashes on this Dre beat, the reason I picked this one goes out to my cousin Shane. My first cousin, my first boy cousin, number one cousin, blood cousin, my Uncle Scotty, who this weekend we saw the entire family of 10 children in the Sheck Snyder family as we all gathered to finally lay my granny, kitty, granny, granny, Sheck Snyder to rest. Fox was her maiden name with two X's. How sick is that? So either way, I was going to be a fox with two X's or a rap with two P's. I mean, it's pretty sick. Uh, and glad I'm not a Sheck Snyder because that would have been crazy. <laughs> but uh, it just doesn't. You the Almighty Sheck Snyder. The Almighty Sheck Snyder. Sheck Snyder. Don't worry. It just Sports Sheck Snyder Live. Or way back in the day, Houston Sheck Snyder Live. Uh, I'm sorry, Houston Sports Sheck Snyder Live. Houston Sports Sheck Snyder. <laughs> God. <laughs> Uh, maybe I would actually got a job though. Seems like you gotta be. Oh, you know. anyways. All right. So my cousin Shane and I had our own little ninja missions from being young and tying our Star Wars and GI Joe men after we played with them to the camera. Uh, I'm sorry. To the back of my mom's car, and we would get the camera, which was back then was a. A real camera, you know, yeah. you had to roll like a time camera. You get free yep. of the magazine. Yep. We had one, and we take pictures of the guys as they broke apart behind the car. Well, that led into we were 15, 
He lived in Texas City, mind you, and okay. his grandfather was the milkman. Neiman's Milk. And it was spelled different than Neiman, Neiman Marcus. It was N-E-U instead of N-E-I. But they pronounced Newman. it Neiman. They spelled it Neiman's because there's a U and there's an I after the U. <laughs> anyway, Neiman's Milk was the biggest milk supplier to LaGrange, uh, LaGrange, uh, Laporte, to uh, Texas City, to um, uh, Omega Bay. That's as far as they didn't go over the bridge. Yeah, was as far as yep, they yep. went down on the coast of, of Texas. Maybe on the Gulf Island. Coast. <laughs> uh, I think that's a new addition. Yeah, newer addition. Eighties <laughs> money. Miami Vice money. Um, but my Uncle Scotty lived there. And he was part owner of Heartbreakers Gentlemen's Club right there on the way to go. Never been there. 80s, 80s, 90s. Maybe Before I, he had his second life as a grandpa. Oh, yeah. Might have gone there a couple weeks ago. Back to my cousin Shane. So we had this thing where who could sneak our parents' car out and make it from me to Texas City or Texas City to come see me in Houston? Well... Shane was the first. And Nani Newman, who is his grand, his grandmother, uh, famously they lived on the Texas City graveyard. Their, their chain oh, link wow. fence backed up. And Egbert was the ghost that used to move the piece of the Ouija board with nobody touching it on Nani's game closet shelves. You would hear rattling in there from time to time. Wow. Now, people say it was the train that was a few blocks away. But anytime you pulled out the Ouija board, I remember being six seven eight and this should be for saturday stories sorry to spook you guys on a monday but literally the piece would move to egbert was his name and there was a gentleman that was 1890s 1900s right around the storm great galveston storm who had moved to texas city from galveston made it out wow and was buried in there and he still calls lance and john show i think egbert right that's gilbert oh, oh. oh. hey guys no, this was this was real deal. Anyway, she drove a Chrysler town car, Lincoln town car. I'm sorry, okay. Chrysler. Oh yeah. Uh, and it was navy blue, and it said Nani New. It said Nani New on it. N-E- N-E-U. She had personalized license plate. That was her nickname for her grandchildren. Nani was that like legit or no? Like, on her license plate, like, like personalized. Registered. Yeah, everybody knew yeah. that was her car. Ethel was her real name. Ethel Ethel Newman. Nani New. <laughs> Who's that? Mork and Ork, you said that? Nani-noop. Nani-noop. <laughs> Nanu-nanu. Oh. But very okay. close, and that's why I think the grandkids eventually just gave her the nickname. Like Big Dog, we mentioned earlier in the show. But, long story short, anybody that knows Nani knows that that's her car. My cousin Shane snuck the car out. The cop had seen him leaving the neighborhood, called her and said, Ethel, are you leaving right now? I called the house. She actually answered and said, Oh, is somebody leaving your car? She found out with Cousin Shane and taking the car. There's no cell phones back in 1990. 89, yep. 90? Yep, probably. Yep. So, he picks me up. Literally seconds after I sneak out of the front window on the cul-de-sac of Indicott Street where I live, I'm in the car. The phone rings. She had figured out that he'd come to get me. That's the only place he's going to go when he leaves town. Right. Because the cops saw him get on 45 and north towards H-Town. Well, sure enough, he came to pick me up. And what did he have that he had just bought that day at the mall there in Texas City? Or not? maybe even the Strip Center in Texas City. I'm guessing day. it was an album. It was. And it was an album from somebody who ended up being more well-known in this era for his production and produced for the greats 
It still does today. Possibly a rapper who was a DJ, you mean? In his name. And at heart. DJ Quick. And the song was Tonight. And by the time that I had my that, cousin I had Shane that single. picked... Right, everybody did. And the B-side was actually a good one. And that was... Yeah. Uh, but I don't remember, but No, yes. it had another... It was another song about getting fucked up yeah. that night with your homies. Which was, by name, I can't... I'll, I'll find it, I'll play I'll it later it out. Go ahead. Continue. Oh, that's all. So we drove up and down Westheimer in the Montrose district, and we drank Mad Dog, and we drank Night Train, MD I think. 2020. That's Mogan David, kids. Don't go buy it. Oh, God. I don't even think they still make it, do they? Yes. Oh, yeah. They make it. It's, Absolutely. It's probably timeless. It's one of those ones they've been making since the Middle Ages, and we just yeah, bottled no. it eventually. So, Jeez, yeah. So many albums. But this tape... And I think Nani had the would play continuously tape. You'd have to flip it. All I remember, and the memories were great. The Bombud, maybe? Oh, there it is. No, uh, it was April. It, okay. no, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, Born and Raised in Compton was the single. And then Tonight, tonight was on... the B-side. Oh, yes. No, 100%. That's... You sure it wasn't this one? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it. Ask Bun B about pregnant with the same word, the P word afterwards. He talked to Mrs. Rap and I one night backstage at Fitzgerald's about how he regrets making that song to this day. If anybody knows UGK and they know Pimp C, he wasn't afraid to drop the P word. I don't mean pimp. Anyway. DJ Quick tonight, it's because that tape was playing over and over, and I think that those yep. songs are almost are back to back. And they are, they are on the album. It's are like they the really? second and the third. That's exactly songs. why. Yep. So, yep. so the, he kept rewinding it to the song we wanted to hear, and tonight we play after. And you probably had but to hear that other song. Tonight yeah. literally talks about Erlen. Remember when Erlen was yakking, throwing up? Yep. I mean, yep. whatever the kids say today. Who knows what they say today? What do the kids say when they throw up and they're that age? They bust a Ashton? Uh, uh, weight loss. Stop it. You're going to get hashtagged by the it's end of the week. It's called that liquid diet. Well, it talks about somebody early out the back door of the of the ride. Of course, they were riding in a fucking Lincoln or, or a some, Cadillac. Some sort of hoopty. Of yeah, course. Or sort of slab, if you will, before so we was, called them It was slabs. inevitable. I was influenced, and I was, I was living the art, as they say, as I was hearing it for the first time. And so did you get pulled over by the cop eventually? No, we never did. My cousin Shane is a G behind the wheel. Oh no, he got in trouble when he got home, but it was yeah. small town Texas. So she City found shit. out and she's like, No, I got trouble when I got dropped him, off. My dad But now I know. After that moment when I got she dropped off your parents, at six thirty right? in the morning because we went to Ada IHOP and <laughs> And then Earl No, I was gonna say we continued on our way. Okay. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. IHOP. It was an IHOP. We we dined and dashed. Of course. I mean, that's what you do when you're already sneaking out the car. You get lit. You get drunk. You got to get food in you. I think maybe we had collectively. Yeah, Cabana would have been the move for me back in the day. Six dollars, and he had to put it in his it's tank like to go for home. For a dollar fifty, you could have got a dozen tortillas and some queso at Cabana back then. <laughs> uh, well, I think it was like my cousin Shay didn't know where to go, and on West Timer, there's always an IHOB. Yep. And we pulled up there, and then I'm surprised it wasn't House of Guys. He was like, "Bro, how much money do you have?" I was like, oh, "I didn't bring your money, bro." And he was like. Shit, I bought that tape of the 20. I think tapes back there were $12.99 at their peak. Oh, yeah. They were getting $12.99 for the pieces of shit. Yep. I mean, you get a CD for 99 cents now. Yeah, production was hella expensive last year. But that's then. what I'm talking about. It's his summer jams. Do you see how long it took me to tell you about why I love that song? 
But the memories that are intertwined as you get older, like we are, or better, as they say, uh, they're they're timeless. They're, yeah, I don't ever want to lose that feeling. I don't care how drunk I got that night. I'll never remember that as much as I remember that whole night and how I got in trouble. My dad used to write the mileage on both cars after that for the rest of time. <laughs> I think until I lived in that house. That was it. But yeah. we still found ways. Yeah, and, and most of mine are from that era too because, I mean, I think the go-to is, and, it, and it's true with music, you know, and they talk about it in therapy, like the songs that you always go back to are the songs that you really just set you off. And it's usually from that gold, golden era of your development. You know, when you're young and you're finding your musical tastes and you're finding exactly what you like. And so one of the, one of the ones on my list is similar. I don't really have an amazing story to listen to it. I mean, to, to, to add to it, but cruising around in the car with the punches in the back, jamming songs all summer. Humble brag. You know, I only had about a couple of blocks to the pool, so I would take, you know, I'd go the long way so I could listen to a song on the way. And a lot of times, the one that I would play from back in the day is an artist uh, not very well known these days, for sure. Master Ace, Born to Roll. I mean, that bass line on that track, I just still, still gives me a little bit of goosebumps whenever I hear that. Well, that song's so good. It's been on a couple of your lists because you can't I always leave it off. go back to it. You can't, right? It feels good for everything. When you know it is an all time favorite. That's all time favorites, no yep. doubt. It's yep. a good and there's probably a lot of little stories that are associated with it that, you know, just become the distant memories, but the song and the feeling, that's forever. Yep. It's a yep. beautiful thing. And I mean, there's. Uh, then I'll just get my last one out. Um, then I got some. I have an honorable mention. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've got some honorable yeah. mentions, but the last one I would say, you know, going straight summer. When I think of summer, I think of the beach. When I think of the beach, I think of the surf and waves and surfing. And so going back to my younger days and even till now, it's always a good song and to I play. I've seen your list, so surprise me. Beach Boys, Good ah. Vibrations. Okay. I mean, just a classic, yeah, yeah. classic summertime song. You, you hear that, that song, you're not thinking about Christmas time. You're not thinking about springtime. You're thinking about summertime on the beach. Am I am I cruising to this on the beach? Probably not. But it makes me think of summertime, and it embodies everything about summertime. Has anyone ever chopped and screwed the Beach Boys? I don't know. It's interesting. That would be a Yo, good... Yo, somebody get candlestick on the line. Yep. Hit him. Yo, this candlestick. What up? It'd be like, yo, this is candlestick. <laughs> <laughs> it's the purple. Yo, you hitting me on the purple line. Um, well, I know one song, and then I'll give my honorable mentions. Because I pretty much have an old school rap list. But that's that's really what you want, man. You just want that freedom, man. You want to feel like you're just you're on your own doing your thing. I have a feeling this is gonna be a homage to summer. Well, it's been it's been chopped and screwed. It's been remixed. It's been remastered. It's been re-recorded with different artists. It's been such a classic, the classic. I mean, even Chase is getting up. He's ready. He's he made it through the weekend once again. You ready for the sick drop? Summer, summer, summertime. Summertime. Yes, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. And the more I want to not put this on for the obvious reasons that it's an easy pick, I absolutely cannot leave it off. 
it's just such an amazing song and no matter what happens now you say the same thing about beach boys and not thinking of christmas well it can be christmas and you hear that song and you you literally immediately think of just what you're gonna do the next summer and as we grew older and and Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince went on their ways to do, once again, Jazzy Jeff was a producer behind the scenes, more so than you ever know, on some of your favorite hits. Yep, before he was getting thrown out the door on Fresh Prince. Yeah, and then and then the beauty of Fresh Prince's rise to Will Smith and, of course, his family empire, was he put his boys on, always. Whether it was on the album, whether it was on the show, whether it was Ready Rock, his his original beatboxer, and then his DJ, of course, famously, his, his bodyguard, was in the was in the opening credits that was beating them up. Yep, yep. And I just I love that about people that take that success and they make it a family affair. Yep. And and this song definitely so, is, solidified him as oh, as a, a big time artist. I mean, he had some probably not hits, but stuff that we used to listen to the Freddie song. Miami. Uh, well, no, no, that was after. I'm saying, oh, you're saying at this, this point in his this career, album. this yeah, album yeah, yeah, really yeah. set it off, yeah. and it was this single was probably one of the biggest singles after parents just don't understand yeah that was but again that one. was kind of a it was corny wasn't as yeah. it, as widely known i would say that and you it know, was nightmare very, on it was, uh, what was it nightmare my street yeah, yeah that was a lot of that was very because we were hip-hop heads but it was it was still comic bookish. yeah yeah but summertime he was growing older a little Absolutely. bit. Absolutely. I don't even think it dropped on that, I'm the DJ, he's the rapper. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm the rapper, he's the DJ. He's the DJ, I'm the rapper. God, I figured I'd get it right. I don't think it was that on that album, but it was their next big single after the success of Parents Just Don't Understand, and then of course Yeah, the it show. was on the album with the, you saw my blinker boots. That's, <laughs> exactly. And that album was not commercially successful, but that single, Absolutely. in the day of singles, if it was, it would be the 10 billion already streams today if it was today's standards. You know what I mean? That's how big it was. Everybody bought that single on cassette. Everybody had that shit on their playlist. Everybody had that track ready to roll. I'd love to see what else was on that album because it wasn't long after that Will Smith was getting jiggy with it in Miami. Uh, home Base, that was the one. 1991, Home Base. Right, and guess what? Ring My Bell was okay. Ring My Bell. But I mean, that's a, right, that's, that's a stolen hook. Right. And many people even here in Houston, have you heard the Zero Slim Thug? Trapped on the off? dance floor, I want to say. Oh, got God, a little bit of play. I mean, it wasn't great. But You Saw My Blinker was my second favorite song on that that entire album, quite honestly. Right. They even had to bring a reprise in Summertime. That, cause Quick it was story that on this yeah. album. Uh, before I This is kinda, not on our top three list. I can tell no, you that. not at all. LA? Isn't that funny? Or Lupe? Lupe. I knew it. Let's uh, tune that now, down. Okay. Now, okay. Now, there's a whole generation of people that would say Kick Push is a summertime classic. Now, it's it's a little bit after... Oh, God. <laughs> Shout out to DJ Premier, who drops year-round classics. He's the one I he go to static. on the overtimes. That's it. So. Well, hey, let's, I should have put that Eminem beat on so we could end this. But nah, that's <laughs> a, a good note, right? This is summertime jams. How many Gangstar hits would I put on there? Above the clouds is all my honorable mentions. Uh, uh, Jane's addiction. 
Oh, oh shit. Summertime. And how about summertime? summertime. That's an ob. Love ob. that. Obs. Captain Obs. Yep, yep. But Up the beach. It's a lot. Porn of Aparos. song. Porn of Aparos is a great summertime music. I didn't Perry think about Farrell's James Addiction. Summertime. I should have definitely had some James I, Addiction And I would put it up there, but these are such, like, specific, yep. memorable. Honorable mention, I mean, Hot and Her. Nelly, I mean that's kind of a oh, that's a good one. That's I, kind yeah, of a, Ops, that's good. And then and then you, you know we've been talking a lot this weekend about Chubbies, so I'm gonna Chub throw Rock. Baby Got Back. Oh, I got another one. Baby I Got, got Back one. in there. That was another summertime jam at one point. This might be the one I play. I can't play because my daughters listen to it. It's a different era. Digital Underground, Sex oh. Packets. Freaks of the Industry. Freaks of the Industry. That reminds Dude, me of that, that Red, album. Red Square. That album's on, timeless. Oh my God! They don't have it on any streaming platforms because it's so. I that, think that album. I haven't found it. I, I just got Spotify when we got added to Spotify, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, the Almighty Rap Show is available on Spotify. Bam. Anytime. God, see, you've been on Spotify this whole time. I love Spotify. Is this the album? No, see, they're gonna have the whole album. They teased ya. They teased ya. I've done the same shit. I've, I've looked for it. Even on YouTube. Where is it? They ghosted it. gotta go back. No, even uh, Apple Music. There it is. Ah, uh, she spoke too soon. Let's just go out with it. Let's just play it. Because I want to go out with Freaks in the Industry. What? Freaks in the Industry. You really want to play it? I do. All right, your daughters are going to hear it's this. It's Monday. They should be doing chores. They're like out mowing the grass in the 113 degree heat. Or teaching this... Tuve to do backflips. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is definitely an honorable mention for me for many reasons. I won't get into that. But we'll definitely go out with a little bit of this because hot summer nights, my sister and all her friends, the Fine Nine, when they were 15, we were sneaking them into Red Square on Louisiana Street, which has now been demolished, of course. Well, Woo! Downstairs is the first time I heard this song debuted, and I've never been so sweaty dancing with a bunch of girls in my life. And not my sister's friends. Older ones. Legal ones. Nice. So, Dala, what a great weekend. Do you feel the sweat just dripping off you now? I mean, not even talking about the heat. Just this, this classic, classic jam. You got any more before we get out of here? Uh, that was pretty much it. I went over my honorable mentions. I think we're pretty good. In your lifetime, how many times have you heard this song right here? Knowing you wanted it. Probably over 100. Because I listened part. to this tape so many times. I had this album. And it was. I listened to the whole thing without Give me a skipping. Favor. Give me a favor. Maybe underwater rhymes I might have skipped. Oh god, that's... which is good. But this is an album. album. This is a man's man's album. Go listen to this album if you can find. Can, it can you do me one, one one favor, please? Before we get out of here, rewind selector. Start that over one more time. We're gonna we're gonna wrap it out of here, all right? So until we see you guys Friday night. And we have some major announcements, some new programming, new content coming. That beat. I'm sweating already. Wait till you see our new edition and our new segment. Oh, we're... Hey! What? That's coming. Yeah, see? He wants to know. <laughs> Hurry up. So let's let him know. Until then, what do we like to say? That's, That's a... a r- almighty rap. Peace. I think I'm screwed up. We ain't, we ain't getting out of here yet. Under the door. You know how it goes. You ready? I don't remember. With the the freaks freaks of the the industry. industry.
My man Dollar. My man R-A-double-P. Be prepared to G. Birds do it. Bees do it. Times the freak money B gets to it. Not a heavyweight. But I go 12 rounds with the thick going lick for lick. So I'll be the stunt man. Travis Pastrana? Like Anita. That's it, I got. Anita was the kiki of, uh, of that day. Anita, do you love me? Freckles. By the way, right skin oh, brother right here. What you be screaming and can't say that. The real, the freaky what? Got nasty. Never letting the kitty cat get past me. Say, you don't have to grab him in the. Just pet the kitty. I never had this album, Mom. Oh, God. This isn't even the best part, kids. We're giving them a lesson. This is this is literally taking them to school. All right, it's summertime. This might be their new favorite jam. Gian, seeing in front of you. Bye. We'll see you guys Friday night. Peace.